that he makes money by building his email list uh, and additionally by having people charge or pay about four bucks a month if they want additional exclusive content again building this all totally on the side pays his freelancers about five grand per month to maintain that software and grow that company he's breaking even so making at least five grand from that but again he's really excited about what he's doing with his day job again helping families and connecting people and then obviously we didn't talk about it but drones on the side this is episode 721. Coming up tomorrow morning, we learn from Michael Segala. His learning machine agency did 800 grand last year. So what's the future of AI and machine learning? But first, here's today's episode. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Hello, everybody. My guest this morning, many of you probably probably haven't heard of his company, UExec. We'll get into that in a second, but his name is Owen Sadegpour. And he, many, many years ago, was a technical uh, employee or founder at an earlier company. They raised over $50 million. Now he's working at a very successful company, but I don't want to talk about that. He's got a different project called UExec that I came across. It's doing very well. I want to dive into the numbers and really what it does with him live. So, Owen, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right. Well, you don't sound very excited. Like, like a typical, like a <laughs> typical engineer. Damn. <laughs> Just kidding. Typical engineer. Typical that's engineer. Right. All right. What is UExec? What's it do? So it is a community of corporate professionals that are looking for resources to improve their careers or the way that they have relationships with people. So UExec creates these incredible resources and sends it out to all of the members, either for free or there are some paid members as well. Okay. Um, what are they paying for? So, for example, we had a PowerPoint pitch deck that we had over 200,000 people download. And the people that download it for free get certain color themes, but the members that join our paid service called Plus, and it's really only... $4 a month. So it's almost like a coffee. Um, they get about 3,000 slides, many more color themes, and it will save them literally hours of work. Um, but something else that we do is we take insightful books, like let's say Lean Startup, and we summarize it and we create a 20 slide PowerPoint deck with a video and an audio presentation of it so that our members can very quickly learn what is the Lean Startup or Agile methodologies or Six Sigma. And they can also take that presentation and use it for their own uh, teams. So they could incorporate the learnings of, let's say, Lean Startup or disruption or whatever into their corporate environment. Yeah. So what, I, what I'd love to chat about is how, so that's how I found you. I came across that pitch deck and I said, how did he get 200,000 downloads on this piece of organic content? So where did you post it and how did it get so many downloads? Oh, uh, it was posted in many different places. Give me but the start. Me, uh, so let's say, for example, on Medium, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, uh, we sent it to our internal mailing list, which again, we don't share numbers, but by that volume, you could guess. Um, and Sorry, wait, no, no, oh, an internal mailing list for what? You exec? Yeah, so UExec has a free mailing list that you can subscribe to at yep. any time, and you get 
all of the resources, or you could also pay a monthly fee that's very tiny, and all of that money goes back into creating the assets for everyone. So before you saw the huge bump of traffic from this slide deck that got a ton of downloads, I wanna know what you seeded it with. How did you start the momentum? So what was your initial list size before this big bump? Oh, I understand, okay. Um, so UXEC used to be something else, but um, me being a technical, more like engineer focused person, I would write technical articles. So I posted a few articles on Hacker News, which is Y Combinator's uh, news stream. And it landed on the main page. It got about 500 points, uh, I think 400 comments. And then that went into Reddit. And then it went into High Scalability, which is a, uh, a blog on uh, scalable technical solutions. That first article was about most of the traffic that you pay Google and Facebook is 90% garbage. And all of the money that most of the marketers are spending on Facebook and Google specifically is uh, via bots. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that captivated- hey, Owen, let me just capture this for a second, guys. This is how I came across Owen. I was curious how he used this Hacker News post that like took off, he got luck in a bottle, and or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was an intentional, we'll talk about that. I wanted to understand how he used Hacker News as a growth strategy for his UExec brand. Specifically, he posted this title on, on Hacker News 121 days ago. The title was Google and Facebook ad traffic is 90% useless. And it ended up getting over 540 points, 371 comments. So did, was this, did you know this was gonna take off? Did you tactically plan this or was the headline just the perfect headline and the right timing? Um, I've followed Hacker News for about five years. Well, more than that, like about 10 years. So I have an idea of what will stick where, right? But it wasn't intentionally engineered to just blow up. But uh, some of the members on UExec uh, the previous version of UExec, uh, I also let them know that this article has been published both uh, on Hacker News and on UExec, right? So you could see how having a mailing list helps you. So I guess to you- No, 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 specifically, Owen, I wanna get there. So you post this on Hacker News. One of the ways that you seeded some upvotes is you were able to email it to your list and say, hey, look, we're on Hacker News. They went there and some of those people chose to give you the up arrow, which which helped with the Hacker News algorithm. Uh, no, no, um, here, this is what happened. Because if you do that, you will inevitably get banned and that doesn't go with the culture of Hacker News. Yep. When I submitted that article, I think instantaneously within the first five minutes, it had about 30 upvotes. And I was like, wow, that's insane. And people started commenting, so I began answering. They were mostly looking at this at the tools that I use, which was mostly Crazy Egg and Full Story, which I have no relationship with them. I just like the product, so I featured it. Um, then by the time it got to about 50, 60 points, uh, I noticed that it wasn't getting on the front page because typically that happens. So I went, I had coffee with some friends, had a conversation, was out somewhere in Philadelphia. And about six hours later, I just got this stream of emails and questions. Uh, and I looked at Google Analytics and there were like some 400 people actively reading. And then that's when it made it to the main page. So there is a delta, There's it, there could be a break of time between if it's a popular article and by the time maybe an admin or there's some human curation that you get to the front page. 
other articles that I've written, for example, the new CEO of Etsy sent an email to everyone, and he was not, what I believe, following uh, can spam laws. So I quickly took a screenshot of that, put it on Hacker News. It instantaneously got a lot of upvotes, but then it was flagged, and it never made it to the main. And my objective is not to make it to the main page. My objective with that article was to share with engineers that their money is going down the toilet because now you can analyze bots and you can see their behavior. So, oh, and let me just sum this up. Uh, this was lightning in a bottle. You kind of guessed what headline would work well. Uh, it turned out to do really, really well. It linked back to an, an article on your website at uexec.com that basically had Google and Facebook ad traffic is 90% useless. You talk about normal organic visitors, Google and Facebook ad traffic, feedback and actions, et cetera. Um, how many views did this article get within the first month of being featured on Hacker News? Yeah, I would say that brought about... Uh, so. It trickled. So how many in the first you month? Hack- right. So well, the Hacker News event led to Reddit, which led to high scalability, which leads to other things. So I would say total of about thirty thousand views. Okay. And uh, I could tell you that engineers might not be our target audience. So not that many people signed up for the main. Well, it's list. not Again, that many. Like a hundred, ten, a thousand. Definitely over a thousand, but again, I don't, I don't share absolute numbers uh, about UExec. Uh, UExec is a little bit private with what we share, even though it's a volunteer organization. But I why can do tell you, you, why do you do that? What if I told you, like my audience, they're way more likely to go sign up for UExec the more transparent you are. I would rather they sign up for the insights that we provide them and the value that we add. And the reason we don't share that is twofold. And I will share some more information with you, but I feel the larger your numbers are, the easier it is, for example, for a mailing list to be blocked. So when we send out an email, we can tell very clearly which email providers we're not getting open rates at. And then we follow strategies to be able to deliver our message. Because at the end of the day, UExec is a media company. And the email providers, Yahoo, Google, what have you, are also media companies. Mm. So we don't share numbers because for a number of reasons, but the insights and the resources that we provide to our members, I think should be enough. But to answer your question, we definitely got over a thousand people to sign up for a free newsletter. Um, But Hacker News is a great resource if you're looking to understand what's going on today, which will probably be, will affect your life maybe two years down the how line. Did you, how did you use the Hacker News success to translate that into Reddit success? Oh, I didn't do anything. It happened automatically. I think there are people that are trying to get Reddit points. Well, how so did you just, find it? Like, how did you find, how did you, how were you made aware that it was posted on Reddit? Oh, because I, when I work, I have Google Analytics on the right-hand side of my screen on the real-time tab. So you could see where the referrals are coming right there and then. So I was looking, and then about uh, 20% of the inbound traffic was from Reddit all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, what the hell is that? And then you could you know, trickle down. And then a week later, when the Hacker News mailing list went out, that brought another maybe 3,000. And then two weeks later, when the high scalability guy picked up the article and added it as a link on his weekly summary, that brought up uh, maybe another 5,000. Got it. So and then what, is this article, what does this article get per day now in terms of like the long tail traffic? Oh, 
maybe 10, 10 readers a day. Got it. I mean, the internet has really changed quite a bit. It's no longer about having people create links to your articles. It's really about that stream of traffic that comes with one flush. So that's why we I focus on insights to bring in that traffic, not really hoping to have a long tail. Yeah. How many people uh, are currently paying you four bucks a month? Again, I don't share absolute numbers, but I could tell you that uh, we pay our freelancers, uh, yeah, well over four or five thousand a month to develop the assets that we then give to each member that gives so us five dollars. So, is it to say it's self-sustaining? You're making at least five grand a month to then pay to freelancers to make the thing sustainable. You could, I mean, that could be deduced from the statement. Why don't you go all in on this and quit your day job? I have a passion for what I do, which involves, well, not to get into my day job, but it involves saving patient lives and improving the quality of life of patients. And I'm, I joined what I do because I'm passionate about that. Mm-hmm. I think a media company is great, but at the end of the day, my passion right now is twofold, helping individuals improve their relationships at work and with their families. Um, and my other passion I could get into, it has to do with making man-sized autonomous drones that is an open source project. But that's a completely different kind of worm. I have a lot of drone have... CEOs on, but we're running out of time. So we'll talk about, yeah. about that another yeah. time, Owen. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, last question here. Do you also monetize if you find products that you love? Do you, you said you're a media company. Do you let people, after you edit the content, email content to your list so they get traffic? Or do you not do any of that? Yeah. Uh, we've done a number of times. In fact, someone sent us a resource. We pay them about 500 bucks to thank them. And then we included a reference to their LinkedIn. And when I do podcasts or whatever, I try to give all of the members of that podcast one month of plus our paid subscription for free so they can sit, uh, you know, check it out. How many, cl- that one that you paid 500 for and then included in your email, you know, your email send out, whatever, that month or that week, how many clicks did you end up driving back to their content? Uh, probably tens of thousands. I have to look at our Bitly link. But basically, okay. uh, when we push out a weekly newsletter, we include references to the creditor, to the, per- to the person yep. that did that. And what we include on the email itself gets about 3x more links than what we include on the webpage where you can, yep. you yep. can go from the email to the webpage. What page. kind of content are you looking for for those emails that you send out? I imagine you curate that with a lot of, a lot of uh, intensity. Uh, two things. If it saves hours of work for our members, especially if it's work that they dislike, uh, and two, if it can improve the way our members have relationships with people. Um, that That is it. So the PowerPoint deck hit both. It saved hours of, of work, but also it helped our members to improve their, their careers in a way. We've pushed out resume templates that we handmade so that they're easy to edit. We've pushed out um, images and uh, all sorts of things. Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail. 
set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean. Do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big, smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com, click the red button that says install this on Gmail. And when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email and I'll reply immediately with the income report. And you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use. www.thetopinbox.com. Awesome, Owen, good stuff. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? It's not a business book, well, two of them. Blue Ocean Strategy and How to Win Friends and Influence People. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, that's a cliche. Uh, yeah, I, my cliche answer would be Jeff Bezos. I believe the way he's made a defendable business is, is just amazing how he uses service-oriented architecture um, yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool, like Acuity Scheduling? Oh. Um, Any online tool you use? UExec runs on Squarespace, so I think they've done a phenomenal design job. Um, yeah, why I would do you, say that. Why do you use them over other, like Weebly or Wix? So I'm a software developer, and the question to have asked is, why not develop a system? Um the reality of it is that I don't have time. Uh, I want to just push something out and make it happen. Same question though, Owen. Why, you, you could have chose any of these guys. Why did you choose Squarespace? Yeah. Wix and Webly, they don't have the modules that I was looking for. In fact, they don't really... Um, how can I... If you're a software developer, Squarespace allows you to code inject something on top of every page or some specific pages. Uh, Wix or Webly, I forget when I looked at them, they don't even allow you to put in your own HTML code or JavaScript. Yep. Um, so I think Squarespace has this beautiful balance of freedom to put in your own JavaScript, CSS controls, whatever, push it out to your own subscription uh, service, which we use Chargebee, and they do a phenomenal job. Uh, that's our recurring subscription model software. And props to them. Again, I have no relationship with them except that I use them. Um, Why do you use them over like Recurly or Chargeify or Stripe? Okay. They pushed out a service where the first $50,000 of revenue is uh, on the house. They don't charge your subscription. So you exec, uh, you know, took advantage of that when we were starting. And then we, we of course, went past that. Um uh, so they allow that. Then they also allow the customization of the checkout page. Got it. Which is amazing. Um, awesome. And oh, they have and a lot of no, no, that's good stuff. Sorry, we're gonna we'll wrap up here with these last few questions. Um, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I would say between six hours and ten hours. Okay. Okay. Great. And then, uh, and then, what's your current situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? Uh, unfortunately, single. Single, no kiddos. No kids. No. All right. And how old are you? 34. All right, last question. Take us back 14 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? 
God, ah, that took me out of, I have no idea. What was I doing when I was 20? What's a lesson you tell um, them? What else would I tell no, them? No, what's a lesson you would tell your 20-year-old? So we have 20-year-olds listening right now. What's a lesson you'd give them? I would say read How to Win Friends and Influence People and Blue Ocean Strategy, simply because the older you get, the more you realize human relationships are 50% of your work. Business knowledge and execution you can learn and pick up and do and everybody else can uh, can execute just as well as you can but it is how you form trust and loyalty and a culture that will dictate where you go later on in life so that's what i would share there you guys have it from owen he is enjoying his day job but he caught lightning in a bottle with this post on hacker news about 120 days ago 540 upvotes got on the home page he got about 30,000 views that first month to his content he makes money by building his email list uh, and additionally by having people charge or pay about four bucks a month if they want additional exclusive content again building this all totally on the side pays his freelancers about five grand per month to maintain that software and grow that company he's breaking even so making at least five grand from that but again he's really excited about what he's doing with his day job again helping families and connecting people and then obviously we didn't talk about it but drones on the side owen thank you for taking us to the top sure if you enjoyed today's episode go back and listen to steve who breaks down how wealthy people put on a conference 